0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to your ex-boyfriend's podcast. This is episode 23 titled Experience Without Expectation. Yes, I coined that phrase (laughs) and I'm pretty proud of it. So once you listen to this episode, you tell me how cool I am. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) In old business. We have some pretty significant old business in the Tenna family. My sister, Angelia, uh, just got married to her long, long time girlfriend, Sarah, uh, yesterday. So congrats to the happy couple. Um, so strange to see my little sister get married (laughs) uh i guess not strange just new new territory um it was a wedding of what's the word i'm looking for (laughs) um unmet expectation you see how maybe this is going to tie in with the episode (laughs) the episode theme So, my sister, Angelia, she got COVID (laughs) literally the day before the wedding. um, She tested positive after she started feeling crappy. Needless to say, not ideal. So, everything had to drastically change at literally the last second. We ended up doing a social distancing, all masks, no group photos, um. try not to eat next to anybody <laughs> wedding, <laughs> which was a bummer to say the least, but we made it work. But not only was that the first and foremost bummer uh, for the wedding day, the weather was also awful. <laughs> it was an outdoor wedding um, that had to then be sheltered with pop-up tents because It was on the coast of Washington and just rained terribly all the way through the ceremony. Of course, it got pretty nice after the ceremony. But yeah, leading up to the whole setup, the whole ceremony, all really bad weather. (laughs) There was some family drama, I guess. I wasn't there for. There was some family drama on Sarah's side of things. Unfortunately, you know, not everybody is all the way on board with 2022, it being okay to just, you know, love who you love. Right? Like, why are we still talking about this? There was an issue with the food in that the company that they had hired to drive a food truck out and feed everybody didn't bother to look at the address for three months leading up to the wedding. And then at the very last second, I want to say like four days before they were like, Hey, we can't operate that far out. <laughs> so I swooped in and picked up all the food from the place in Seattle. Cause that's where I live. And you know, that was like a two hour drive <laughs> for me out to the, out to the venue, which, you know, not, not a big deal. You know, you're, Your little sister only gets married once or a couple times. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So all of that combined, like I said, it was kind of a wedding of initially unmet expectations. Expectations being the theme of this episode. One of the guests at the wedding who actually ended up being in the wedding to fill in for a bridesmaid and he, he was a, a dude. So he was actually a bride's man. Um, He said uh, something really smart. I thought, which was, you know, decades down the road, when you tell the story of your wedding, it's not the stuff that went exactly to plan. That's going to make for a good story. It's not the stuff that went off without a hitch that makes for, you know, fond memories. I guess we do know some people who brag about how perfect their fucking crazy expensive wedding was. Nobody likes those stories. (laughs) That's so boring. And or tone deaf. (laughs) It's the little things that went wrong and the quirks and, you know, the stuff that went off the rails that makes memories. I think he's right. Thinking about all that stuff that happened yesterday led me to want to do an episode about it. The idea of experience without expectation uh, is something that I've talked about maybe on this podcast before. I don't remember really. Definitely in person, though I've spoken to multiple people about the concept of experience without expectation. Um, and I know I've said before on this show a huge part of being a functional, healthy adult and child, <laughs> but you know, we're talking specifically to the adults who feel like their brains have calcified. <laughs> A huge part of being a functional, healthy adult is learning to manage your own expectations. A lot of us, and maybe the majority of us, get caught up in thinking that our expectations in life are going to be met, like things are going to go the way that we think they're going to go because that's what we want or that's what we've planned. We have a tendency to think that things need to have meaning, that people have to treat us in certain ways, that there are social transactions that need to be fulfilled, as in, because I do X, then this person should do Y. Because I put up X, then I should get Y, you know? Hey, big surprise, life doesn't work like that. (laughs) Uh, Again, we've said this before, all you get to control is you. You can control what you do or how you think, the ways in which you communicate, how you react to things, how you react to your emotions, that's it you don't have a say in how things go after you do what you can and hopefully you do what is best for you and then you just roll the dice it's up to chance a lot of the times like yesterday you just pick a day and hope the weather's nice you try not to get covid then the weather sucks and you get COVID. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, my sister is very careful um, with her health. She's been very good about COVID regulation and getting vaccines and and all that stuff. That you know, a lot of people would say, "Okay, you're the least likely person to get COVID." Then she got it. <laughs> so sometimes that's that's just how it happens. You do what you can do, and. That's the end of it. I think you see this a lot in dating. I think that's a good um, microscope on this idea. Let's say you're talking to someone, whether that's online or, you know, you you got a number and you're texting. You're talking to someone, you get ghosted. And the thought process, a lot of the times, how many of you have thought, oh, I said all the right things. I was communicative, I was attentive, I asked questions, I showed interest, and I still got ghosted. Like, yeah, those are all great things. You did, you know, (laughs) I don't want to say the right things, because it's different for everyone, but you did what is commonly accepted as, you took steps that are commonly accepted as ones that will get you, you know, somewhere down the path with dating like you're going in the right direction and that person just decided that you weren't for them right but you said all the right things right (laughs) you had expectations or let's say you go on a handful of dates and things seem good you seem to have chemistry and connection um with this person you've gone out a handful of times you know maybe four or five or whatever. And things haven't progressed to any uh, physicality. Maybe you haven't um, even kissed or held hands or whatever. But you think, well, you know, if this person doesn't want to sleep with me by this point, maybe they don't think I'm attractive. Maybe they're just stringing me along. Maybe they're just waiting for the next person. And I'm just a place filler, uh, a, a time filler. Maybe. So... (laughs) <laughs> you can't do anything about it, you know? You did what was right for you, hopefully you showed interest, you treated them with respect and 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 you showed that you were, you know, a potential good partner and then nothing happened. So what? You don't get to decide, you know, if the other person's not into you for whatever reason right or let's say it turns out your ideas after after four or five dates your ideas on kids are misaligned and everything else is great like you really see a future with this person and then there's this one big deal breaker right but oh we can make it work right everything else is good this can be you know finagled into working maybe not maybe you absolutely want children and that other person absolutely does not that's a big issue and you can't tell you cannot tell somebody that they're right or wrong in that case because there is no right or wrong right? you want what you want it's like sexual attraction you're attracted to who you're attracted to you want kids or you don't there's no right or wrong answer there's nothing that says that that has to work out you might just not be for them You know, maybe it goes to exclusivity. You have a serious relationship with someone, you're exclusive. And you think because you're committed, in quotes, that they can't be attracted to others, right? They're not allowed to look at other people, they're not allowed to recognize the attraction that they naturally, normally feel as if it's just supposed to turn off now that you're, you know, not seeing anybody else. Or maybe because you're together and you're committed that then they have to assume responsibility over your feelings. Like now your happiness is as much their responsibility as it is yours. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. Relationships are a great opportunity for all of your internal bullshit to come flowing out onto another person. Because your expectation is that they now are required to deal with it, too. (laughs) You know, we all go into... I think... I don't want to say... Let let me rephrase that. I think most people tend to go into relationships or have in the past with expectations. Uh, We go into life the same way. We go into into any interaction, any idea, any challenge, whatever, just life in general, we go in with expectations that things are going to work out in a certain way because X, Y, Z, like there is a, a math problem to be solved. I did this, plus they did this, that equals this. And a lot of this is what we're taught, and a lot of this is what we observe, A lot of this is just how things have worked for us in the past. You know? Conditioning is a real thing. This has worked for me in the past. It's like what we talked about with uh, uh, Rachel. I don't know, four or five episodes ago. You know? With um, behavioral science, you see these, these kids who act out. And they act out because they get a response. They got what they wanted, and so they continue to do so. So if you've had you know, positive reinforcement with the way that you've been doing things, you develop an expectation that, hey, this is going to work. I should keep doing it. Um, As we all know, this creates problems. <laughs> this creates drama and heartache and strife down the road when things don't go to expectation, when they don't go to plan. Um when your expectations are not met, you do not know how to manage your expectations. It's a bummer. You get sad, you get hurt, you get depressed, you do dumb shit. <laughs> um and I think along with that, one of the biggest things that we see is the inability to rethink expectations, to analyze your own expectations and adjust to the reality of the situation, your discomfort or hurt or disappointment or 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 whatever gets transferred onto something else. It it you refuse to make it about um, being wrong. Like your expectations were met, it's about anything else, anything other than your expectation being unrealistic or unhealthy or not communicated properly. <laughs> you know, it, it always ends up or it tends to end up as, you know, about something else, about another person or a bad break or whatever, right? So I think where we're trying to um, be better at this there are three uh, big things that we want to think about in the realm of setting expectations, managing them, um, and you know being happier <laughs> with how we're going through life um, where these are concerned. So the big three uh, I think number one and and I don't want to say that these are in order of importance. I think they're in order of, it's like it's a process, right? This is just the how they naturally flow. Number one is managing your expectations, as in asking yourself, uh, what is reasonable? What is reasonable for me to expect? And then if it is reasonable, is it right or wrong? I think those go hand in hand. Um, is this something that is morally acceptable? You know, there's all sorts of <laughs> criteria that we could judge that on. Um, you ask yourself, what would I be okay with being expected of me? Why do I expect this? Where did I learn this expectation? Is it healthy? Do I continue to have these expectations? Who else around me has similar expectations? You know, etc. Ask yourself critical questions about what you are setting for yourself or for other people, you know, because these these questions can be asked of you or they can be asked of others around you. Wherever you find expectations not being met, these questions apply, whether that's internal or external. Being able to manage your expectations depends on being able to answer these questions. If you just go into life with the idea that I want, therefore I should get, <laughs> that doesn't work. I'm pretty sure we can all get on board with that. If any of you disagree, I need to know. <laughs> so we can have a talk <laughs> face-to-face. uh when you are setting reasonable healthy clear expectations whether that's for yourself or for the people in your life whatever when you are setting them in this way regardless of the outcome you can at least go forward knowing that you're doing right by yourself and you're doing right by others as long as you are acting in alignment with that Regardless of the outcome, you can be secure in knowing that you were doing the right thing, right? So, let's say you get to that. Uh, Let's say you get to that point. You at least have a, a good, healthy set of expectations for yourself or for others or whatever. In whatever situation. Step two of the big three is communicating those expectations. A.K.A. making your needs known. And this applies to, again, yourself as well as others. How many times have we been disappointed in other people for not meeting our expectations? All along, those people having no idea that they were having these expectations placed on (laughs) them. Like... You get disappointed in somebody having never told them what you wanted. And for those of you who are having a visceral reaction to this, I'm assuming it was because of a relationship like a romantic one or child parent, right? (laughs) Something familial. Um, That happens all the time. We know it does. But on the flip side... You know, how many times have we gotten an unfavorable result in something that we did, right? Something you yourself did. And we realize that we had higher hopes for ourselves or we had better expectations of ourselves. I know that happened to me a lot more in the past and it still does. Um, But it's a bad feeling, you know, letting yourself down. When you don't even realize that you thought you could have done better or that you had, you know, placed more confidence in yourself than you realized, communicate honestly with yourself. And I think only then will you be able to act with confidence. Communicate honestly with others or how else. And they care for you in the way that you want to be cared for. You may have the most righteous, reasonable, morally sound, healthy, progressive set of expectations for yourself and those around you. If you cannot make those known to both the people around you and yourself, they mean nothing. <laughs> If you cannot communicate them, they mean nothing. I need to stress that. You have to be able to make them clear and understandable and accessible. Or it's as if you have none. It's as if you have no expectations. And maybe, I I think I might have said this before on the podcast, but if not, I'm saying it now, this is very similar to like standards at work. And this is something I've struggled with, with a lot of places I've worked. If you do not enforce standards of quality at your place of business, it is tantamount to not having any and if you don't have any then you cannot punish for not meeting said standards because there are none (laughs) so if you cannot communicate expectations needs whatever you cannot get angry when they are not met and man now that i'm Griffin, on this <laughs> now you got me going it's the same thing i've said before do not be upset with the lack of results from the work that you didn't do so number three accepting this is the experience without expectation part of things you have to understand that you can learn And grow even when things don't go how you want them to. When they don't go how you planned. When they don't go how you expected. There is something to be gained from all experience if you are open to the opportunity. And oftentimes the best learning experience is when things don't. Go how you want them to, how you expect them to. There is no such thing as a waste of time if you go in, if you walk the path, if you live your life (laughs) with your mind right. Experience without expectation is the acceptance of whatever comes. And that's not to say that you... Don't strive for the best, that you don't try your hardest, that you don't do everything you can to live your life the way you want it to be lived, that you don't do everything else that we've been talking about, managing your expectations and communicating them. It's the idea that you can still do those other two things perfectly, like to a T, and shit can still go wrong, (laughs) you know? You can only control what you can control. And the rest, it's dust in the wind. <laughs> I don't know if that applies here, but it, it, it's whatever, right? You, you just got to roll with it. Being able to accept that, I think, is pretty critical to happiness. It's pretty critical to um, self-growth, to progress to learning, to, um, being happy. It's, it's so important to understand the idea that once you've done everything you can do, you're done and that's it. So one of my goals for this episode was to make it shorter, (laughs) not out of necessity, um, not out of Any criticism I received just because I wanted to give myself a challenge of getting my point across in a shorter time frame, making things understandable and relevant and trying to convey the importance of what I'm saying without um, being as verbose as I typically am. So, right now we're coming up on half an hour and I think I did it. I think I got everything I wanted to say out there. And, you know, half an hour, that might be the, the shortest episode ever. <laughs> I think the shortest episode we've had is like 32 minutes. I don't remember. Uh, but <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that about wraps it up on expectations. Um, so future business, I think I'm going to add a little new segment to the end of this. Maybe we'll start doing this. As opposed to old business future business. So something for y'all to look forward to coming up next month, probably if everything goes to plan, (laughs) Uh, if everything goes to plan, uh, one of my next guests, if not the next, probably the next guest is going to be a um, sex and intimacy coach <laughs> that I met at a farmers market. So, shout out to Sam and Rachel, my friends, for taking me out and doing stuff. <laughs> like going to the farmers market. This uh woman, this sex coach just happened to be there with a table, and she had the best sign on her table, and I could not resist. It said, "Ask me literally anything." And you know that's my jam, <laughs> so uh, I had to go up. Conversation started, and um, we got to talking about her work and and my you know pet project that that, that is this podcast. And we uh, have continued to have that conversation. So we're going to set it up sometime for next month. My question to you, anybody who's interested? Well, actually, you know what? I'm challenging all of my listeners. Everybody who's listening to this episode, you can text me, reach me on Instagram, email the podcast email, or if you have my personal email, (laughs) email me there. Let me know what you want to hear from her. This woman deals with something that I want to say the great majority of us deal with, which is issues that come up with your partner or with... um. A hookup <laughs> or a friend with benefits, you know, questions that you have about sex, about intimacy, about, you know, relationship. If you wanna know, let me know. And and maybe you could do so anonymously. I'm not hating. You know, I get that some of these questions are kind of awkward to ask, especially if it's perceived that it might be about you yourself, you know. I get it. But for everybody who's listening, Tell me what you want me to ask her. Tell me your questions, ideas. It could just be ideas for us to talk about on that episode. And I'm going to sort through those and see if I can come up with a good list of things to talk to her about. I know I have my own uh, set of questions, talking points that I'm going to come up with. But I really care about what others who are listening to this podcast uh, want to know. So if you have anything specific, let me know and we'll try to work it in. Other than that, I don't think we have anything else for this episode. 32 minutes. Here we go. Um, Again, congratulations to Leah and Sarah on a wonderful wedding. And I wish you all the happiness in the world. And on that note, I think we'll wrap it up. So everybody remember your assignment. Let me know what your questions are. And I will talk to you next Sunday. Take care.